The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to chat to you all about the stories that you have playing through your mind about sales. Sales is an integral part of your business and it's a skill that you need to learn. And when we understand the process of sales, it doesn't have to feel icky or sleazy. But the first place you need to start is consider what are the stories you're telling yourself about sales? Because when you get caught up in those stories, it shows through your energy, it shows through the questions that you ask, it shows the way that you present yourself. And half of it is not true. And honestly, like you get to choose the sales process that you want to take your clients through. You get to develop it in a beautiful way that is in complete authenticity and ethical and in a comfortable way that allows the client to go through a decision-making process in order for them to decide whether what you are offering is the right fit. Firstly, what we want to do is recognize where the stories are causing us to play small, because what can often happen is that we get so caught up in our heads is that we either don't make an offer or we make an offer in a really awkward way, right? And so the sales process feels like it's all about us. And so that we're like trying to prove our worth. We're trying to prove that what we're doing is good enough and what the solution is, is good enough. Like it can cause us to just honestly Oh, spiral out of control. (laughs) I am saying this because I get it. I've been there. I understand it. Sales can sometimes be a really uncomfortable process. Yet what we need to do is actually change the stories that we have around it first, because that will change how we feel about it. And then we can start to explore the energy around sales. So firstly, what we want to do is go, what are some of the experiences that you've had around sales in the past that is causing you to feel icky or salesy or sleazy or whatever it might be about sales? So is it through experiences that you've had where you've actually made an offer and someone's rejected it? So there's a story around rejection, or is it that you've been in a sales process and felt pressured to buy, or is it when you've been in a sales process and it was just really uncomfortable, it felt sleazy and salesy? Like we always have that story around that sleazy salesman, like the car salesman. And I honestly want you to ask yourself, is that through your own experience or just because you've been spoken of, it's been spoken about a lot and you've been told about those stories, or you maybe you've seen them on movies. And we want to recognize that, hey, if it's just actually a story that I've taken from a movie, recognize that that's actually needed to be part of the story. It's not necessarily about what's true in the way that you are presenting yourself as a salesperson. So if you are making sales in your business, you are making a sale, right? You are actually encouraging a client to purchase your product or service. And what we've got to do is firstly get comfortable with that to recognize that, yes, you are making an offer. Yes, you are selling something. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's the language that you have around it. It's the connotation that you have around it. It's the stories you're telling yourself about sales that's causing that feeling. So unpack what those stories are. Is it through past experiences of your own? Is it through just stories that you've been told? Is it because you're actually fearing what other people might think? This is the other piece of it is that we get so caught up in the fearing of the judgment of like, oh my God, what are they going to think if I sell to them? What are they going to think if I'm being too pushy? What are they going to, they going to think I'm sleazy? Like we don't want to be judged like that either. Like that's the last thing that we want. 
what we want to do is really consider like, what is the stories that we're telling ourselves about sales and what do I need to change them to in order for me to feel better about the sales process that I'm taking my clients or customers through. So I like to use the statement, sales is a service. So you're actually serving through the sales process. I like to think of it from the perspective of, I actually have an amazing solution for a lot of the problems my clients are experiencing. So if they're coming to me with people pleasing, they're coming to me with fears, with doubts, with belief systems that are holding them back, with money blocks, like I know how to help them, right? And I know that it's game-changing help. So I want to make an offer that gives them the opportunity to have that transformation. Now, We want to recognize that we want to separate the outcome from who we are as people. So if someone comes to me and we have a conversation and it leads to a sales conversation, because sometimes we need to really consider that we want to set up the position so then the client knows they're about to be sold to, because if we don't, it becomes extremely awkward and we don't have their permission. And that's when it becomes salesy and sleazy. So if we're not creating that scenario, if we're not setting it up well, then what what can happen is we already feel awkward right off the get go. So we're literally having a conversation and then we turn it to a sales conversation without their permission. That's when it's awkward. That's when it's salesy. So if you are having sales calls, if you are having sales conversations, if you are having sales meetings, like anything like that, we want to really consider how we're setting up the meeting. We want to set it up right from the get-go of explaining what is going to happen in the process of this conversation. So it could be setting an agenda. It could be literally specifically saying something as simple as, so let's have a chat about where you're at right now and I can see if I can help you. And if I feel like my style of coaching is the right fit for you, then we can talk about coaching options towards the end. Something as simple as that, right? At least then they know that they're about to step into a sales process and you're giving them the option, right? You're giving them the option out. So is that okay? And they're like, yes or no, it's not, (laughs) right? So you get the choice because I think that's the big part is that often the sales stories can come from a place of feeling like it's come from a place of pressure or it's because it was unwanted. It's like, you know, when you're walking through a shopping center and those people are in the center of the shopping center walkway and they're trying to sell you stuff as you walk by. And that feels icky and salesy because you don't want what they have to offer. Okay. You don't even know what they're offering that you already are walking into the situation, feeling like it's out of your control because they're in your line of sight, because you're literally having to walk past them. You're being accosted by them, right? So it's already feeling awkward. So we want to recognize that majority of the time, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty, pretty sure that you are not the type of person that's going to be stopping people in a shopping center to sell to them. So recognize that your people are coming to you with a problem that need help. They need a solution. So they're already wanting what it is that you have to offer, right? So you're not pushing them into anything. You're not coercing them to make a decision. And I think this is where you need to get super clear on your sales process and being sales as service, because if they have the problem, it's like if you have, and this is, this is what my old boss used to say to me when I worked in corporate, was that if you had the solution to cancer, right? Like if you actually had the solution to cancer, the cure of cancer, would you be telling everyone about it or would you be keeping it a secret? Like, well, I'd be bloody telling everyone about it. I'd be telling them with vigor. I'd be telling them with excitement. I'd be telling everyone. I'd be shouting it from the rooftops, right? And I'm not saying you have to go and do that, but you do want to consider the fact is that the people who are coming to you need what you have to offer. And all the sales process is, is a conversation that leads to a decision. Okay. The decision doesn't have to be yes. It can be no, if it's not the right fit. 
And this is where we want to disconnect ourselves from our business because that rejection isn't on you. The rejection is on the offer. It is on the value. It is maybe the value hasn't been communicated enough. Maybe they it is actually the wrong fit for them. Maybe it's the wrong time. Maybe it's the wrong investment. Like there's so many different reasons why there could be a rejection in the conversation. But when we disconnect it from who we are as people, we recognize that there's something else that needs to be improved. And that could be the skill of the sales process. So it might be you need to get better at asking really good questions that are in alignment with the service that you offer. It could be that you need to get clearer on the transition of the conversation that goes from asking really great questions to figure out if the solution that you have is the right fit for them, recognizing whether it is or not, giving them a clear, specific offer. Because often what can happen is we give them too many options and that creates decision fatigue or it creates confusion and that usually then leads to a no. And so we want to get super clear on what the offer is. So whether you have one or two specific offers in your mind of what you could offer before you get on into the conversation and then through the conversation, you're going almost through a process of elimination of asking some really great questions to figure out what is it that they actually need and what is the best solution for them. And it could also be that you are not the right solution for them. And that's totally okay too. Right? Like I've had conversations with clients like that before where I've got on the phone with them and I know that my style of coaching is not the right fit for them. And so I actually have to say, I would rather recommend someone else because I don't feel like I have the right solution for you, or I don't feel like my style of coaching is the best fit for you right now. And so I will actually then recommend someone else specifically for what it is that they need, right? So I actually have a list of people that I recommend where it could be other elements of business that they really need support with that I would rather send them there to get the solution that they're looking for rather than saying, yes, you can work with me when actually that feels like it's out of my zone of genius and just feels wrong, right? So you've got to trust your intuition through that sales process and recognize that, you know, by not creating an offer or not giving them a solution in that conversation is sometimes the best thing that you can do for them. Okay. Now, if they're on the call and yes, you do have the perfect solution, you want to give a clear, concise offer and give them the opportunity to decide. So often what I see is that we don't even give them the time or the space to actually make a decision. We either talk them out of it. We literally go, oh, you think about it and I'll get back to you or I'll send you a proposal and we'll think about it. Or like it almost like feels like a palm off because we're so fearful of the rejection that we just literally go, okay, yep, I definitely have a solution for you. Yes, there's something that I can offer you. I'll send you a proposal. Okay, got to go, bye. And then we almost like shut the conversation down. So what we want to do is recognize like when does it get awkward for you? And what are you telling yourself about that part of the sales process that feels awkward, that's creating that feeling, right? That's literally creating that reaction, that behavior. And when we get clear on that, we need to change that story. That story needs to change. If it is a gentle, simple conversation that leads to a decision and that decision is not determined on who you are as a person and you're not in a level of desperation because you you really need the money. If you're in a level of scarcity, what can happen in that conversation, it can either feel like it goes one of two ways. One, it goes to a pressure or it goes to, oh, it feels really awkward going to shut this conversation down because I'm really not sure. I really want them to say yes, but I'm, I could feel into my energy that I'm trying to pressure them to make the decision or that it just goes left field, right? <laughs> So I feel like sometimes we just need to get super clear on the stories that we're telling ourselves and why we think that, right? Because it could be past stories. It could be past experiences. It could be someone, something someone said to us once. And I think that once we recognize that we unpack the stories, 
We change the vocabulary and the language we have around it. We change the story. And then honestly, it then comes down to the skill of the sales process. So if you've never studied sales before, you can't expect to know to jump straight into a sales process or to be in a sales situation in your business and know what to do. So it's almost like just give yourself a little bit of credit for a moment there and break down your sales process of what do you feel would be the most comfortable, the most enjoyable for you and the client. I honestly think about this, like I, the last thing that I want if someone is a client, get on a call with me and to talk about coaching and the conversation leads to them feeling like they have to say yes. That's the last thing that I want. I want them to feel a little bit of nervousness, a little bit of fear at the same time as a little bit of excitement, right? That is a normal feeling in a sales process, especially on the precipice of change. So with the transformation that I create, sometimes it can feel a little bit scary because it's something new we've never done before, or it's actually the subconscious mind going, oh, I'm not sure about this because this means we could change. And I don't like change. Change is uncertain and scary. And so it's normal to have a little bit of those emotions, but there needs to be a little bit of excitement and there needs to be a place of like, yes, I really want this, or I really need this. I really want to be able to create this change. And the last thing that I want is for someone to feel like they've been coerced into a decision because it's not not the right fit for them. Because then if they start working with me, they're actually in the wrong headspace in order to work with me, right? They need to be open and ready and willing. So once they've made that decision, there needs to be a level of almost excitement, a little bit of nervousness. It's totally natural. So I want to think about like, what's the sales process that I want to take my clients through that makes them feel like it's an enjoyable experience that they can understand the value of coaching. They can understand where they're at and where they're stuck and what's holding them back. Maybe even uncover some blocks that are already stopping them right now and give them an opportunity to talk about what coaching will look like and explore what that will look like and then create a beautiful, concise offer that is specific to their needs. I've worked with enough clients to know now what they they really want and they really need. And so I create my offer around that. It's creating an irresistible offer, right? So there's a couple of different things that go into the sales process. One, setting it up. To having a beautiful conversation and making sure the questions are specific to your solution, making sure that you're transitioning them through the process so that it feels comfortable and you're getting permission throughout the process. Plus, having your offer already prepared, getting clear on how you communicate it, getting comfortable with saying the amount of money. Right. This is another key piece is that we get so caught up in saying the money because we're fearful of the rejection or we've got money blocks or whatever it might be that we either run through it. We say it's so fast. The client says the client literally doesn't even know what to think or say, or we just like mumble it under our breath or <laughs> like there's so many different things that we would do. But I think it's sometimes recognizing like if you're uncomfortable with saying it out loud, then the client will feel that level of uncomfortability. They will feel uncertain and that will actually lead most likely to a a no decision. Okay. Because they need to feel certain that you will have the right solution for them and it fits them and the value is there. Right. So what we want to do is get clear on what the offer is, say it out loud a few times or as many times as you need in order for it to feel comfortable in order for it to roll off the tongue. So it's clear, it's concise, and it's confident, right? Like if you can't say your offer in a confident manner, you haven't said it enough times out loud. So I always say this to clients, like say it out loud as many times you need to tell the kids, tell your husband, tell the dog, like however many times you need to say it out loud in order for it to roll off your tongue and make it simple and easy to be understood then that's when you've got it. Like that's what needs to happen. So there's a couple of different pieces of the process. Then it's about actually then getting clear on how do you want the final piece of the process to look as well? Do you want them to take action right then on the call? 
you're going to let them know what's going to happen afterwards. If there's objections, getting clear on what the objections are, because you know, if you work with enough clients, you know what your objections are and think about how you bring them up in the conversation and talk about them before they become an objection. And we want to also recognize like, okay, so what's the onboarding process and how does that feel comfortable and how does that feel as a really beautiful experience for my client to work with me? So I think about all of these different steps and I know it feels like a lot as we're talking it out today, but this is what happens, right? If we've never considered it, then we jump into a sales process. We don't even ask really good questions and we go straight to offering, right? Which means we don't have the permission. The client feels salesy and pushy because you've gone straight into it. You're focusing too much on you and not on them. You need to refocus your attention. All sales conversations are about your client or the customer, not about you. So you need to get clear and you need to get clear on what those questions are to really uncover their issues and their concerns and their problems and how it's affecting them and why it's important for them and why they want to work on it. Like all of these core pieces, that's how you show the value. Because if you know their problem inside and out, that's where they see that you are the right fit. So what are the old stories? You've been telling yourself it's time to release them, let them go, start to change those conversations to something more positive is that you have a beautiful solution to a problem they're experiencing. And by having a conversation, you're making an offer and that's a part of the service, right? So if they don't work with you, how are they going to feel? How are they going to be? What changes are they not going to make because of the fact they're not working with you? Do you want to leave them sitting in that challenging problem? Do you want to leave them stuck? Probably not. So really think about this. Like the conversation can be all about them and it can be an opportunity for them to truly decide to step in and make that transformation. And that's a beautiful conversation and it can be a beautiful process. It doesn't have to be scary, salesy or sleazy. So I hope this episode has served you. And if you have any questions, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm more than happy to have a chat with you because I know sales is a lot of a lot of fear around it and there's a lot of conversation around it. So you want to make it comfortable. You want to enjoy the process and I can help you create that if you need and know that a lot of those fears, a lot of those stories that you have behind the scenes can be connected to money, can be connected to past experiences. And once you unpack them and change them, the sales part can be much more gentle and it can be enjoyable rather than icky. All right. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.